Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host, and we just want to stop and draw our attention back to God and bring all our focus, our thoughts, our emotions, anything that's going on during the day, let that just fall aside. Let's just focus on focusing on God. And we start with reminding ourselves how much he loves us. That there's nothing we can do or say or have done or said or will do or say that will alter his love for us. It's his nature to love us. So it's not dependent on us to be worthy of that love. Our job is to receive freely and unconditionally the love and acceptance and pride that he has in us and for us unconditionally. And it's because it's that's his character, that's his nature. Think of it as, as sunshine. Sunshine doesn't say, I'm going to shine on that tree, but not that tree. The sun shines on everything. The rain falls. On everything doesn't there's no discrimination on value it's it's it does what it is the sun shines because it's the sun God loves because he's God that's the only reason he has that's the only reason he needs You and I are part of him already. We've already received sonship, eternal life, our inheritance. We've already received it. Our problem is that that the hour we're talking about is spirit. And right now we are a three-part building, a being here on this earth. We are spirit, soul, and body. And most of the living that you and I are doing on this earth is in the natural and in our soul. So we're not able to receive 
and enjoy the benefits of the inheritance that we have already received. It's like living as paupers when we're sons of the king, when we've already, by birth, received the kingdom. But we're struggling to be worthy of being the son when we are sons by birth. So what is our problem? Our problem is our soul. And it's not that we're not born again. It's that our soul didn't change when we became born again. Say you have a a soul, certain soul on Tuesday and you get saved Tuesday night, you're going to wake up with the same soul the next day. Now, God may touch you and heal wounds and free you from lies and change you. But he's not going to do that all at once. Because one of the things we find out is that it is through change that we begin to appreciate God and what he's doing in our lives. So our ability to receive unconditional love, we have a real hard time with that. We, we figure God's got to have a reason. God's got to be motivated for something. God wants us to be good little Christians to make him look good, or so he will get the honor and the glory. Like He doesn't need honor and glory. He's already got honor and glory. If he needs more, he gets it himself. He glorifies himself. He doesn't need our help to be who he is. He is not needy. God has no unfulfilled needs. He is complete and finished. We often look and think of him in terms of how we think and feel. Humans. And again, this is part of the change that he's working in us to start thinking and feeling and being spirit. When we start to receive from him what he wants to give, our expectations change, our theology, our hopes, because we come to the conclusion that what we thought it was to be a Christian and to be in relationship with God and here on this earth was just wrong. This is a temporary way station. I don't know what came before and I don't know what comes next or what's happening at the same time our experiences. But what you are experiencing on every level is such a small 
percentage of what's really going on. Now, part of this experience is learning to trust God so that we can let him show us what's really going on. For instance, when we talk about the supernatural realm, there's so much more going on in the supernatural realm. Let's look at the natural realm to get some ideas. Let's talk about a couple of our own senses. Sight. What we see and perceive in the light spectrum is such a narrow band of color and light. There's there's lower frequency and higher frequency and different types. There's x-ray and different types of light out there that are right in front of us right now, that are in the room, in your space, coming into your eyes. But your brain only recognizes a very narrow field that matters to us, to our bodies, right now. For instance, cats see different than people. Dogs see different than people. Animals see different. Bugs, they see different. And yet we're all experiencing Earth in this, in this life with the same sun, with the same sources of light, but we have different ways of perceiving the same reality. Likewise, our hearing. We know dogs hear different things. Other mice, rodents, snakes, birds hear different frequencies. There's different radio frequencies, some that are so low we can't hear, some that are so high we can't hear. But our ears, yours and mine, are are set to receive certain frequencies. Now, they do that effortlessly because we're human. Our bodies are human. So they take in the information that is pertinent to us. Other creatures take in information that is pertinent to them. Very often is prey or predator. But we can we have a sense of trust in those senses because we have experienced them. We trust what our eyes see, we trust what we hear and taste and smell and feel because of experience. We, we understand that when we look at the, straight at the sun, it blinds us. So we don't. We try to avoid that. We use, we use other, other me- methods to avoid looking right at the sun. We understand that in the dark, our eyes have to adjust to low-level light. So we, we have had experience at testing the capabilities of our physical senses. But we've also built a trust by experience. 
Well, the same will apply as we move into the supernatural realm. The value of that experience is not just information, that this is what the supernatural realm feels like and sounds like and tastes like and sounds like and looks like, but that through your experience you develop trust in your solical senses. Now, your spirit also has spiritual senses. But your spirit is not going through a learning curve. Because your spirit has already experienced everything it needs to know to have complete trust in what it is experiencing. So we have perfect trust in the spirit. We have limited but thoroughly adequate trust in the natural, even though there are times we go, did I just see what I saw? And we, we wonder, what did I just hear? We, so we, we wonder sometimes, you know, we do question what we, our senses, and that's normal. But our supernatural realm senses, our solical senses, we are just now beginning to learn how they work and how to develop a confidence and trust that what we are experiencing in the supernatural realm is real, is reliable, is trustworthy. And there's only one way to gain that confidence, that trust. It's by personal experience. There's plenty of great books and podcasts and conference tapes out there of people having supernatural experiences. And a lot of them are really great. They're fun. They're, they're inspiring and they're challenging. But what God doesn't want is for you to let them be a substitute for you experiencing the supernatural realm for yourself. And experiencing the supernatural realm and having supernatural experiences with the supernatural beings and getting to know how the solical senses work all through cooperating with God and, and seeing how things work in a totally different level this is it's not about achieving something or measuring up or be or around centering around a gift a calling or a purpose instead developing your supernatural awareness using your solical senses is about cooperating 
as much as we can with what God is already doing in our lives. God's relationship with each one of us is very, very personal. That's why we always go through God knows where you're at. He not only knows where you're at, he created where you're at. He he put you in the circumstances you're in for his purpose. Now, some are in tough places. And we go, you know, a a loving God would never allow this to happen. Well, here we, we have a problem is, first of all, yes, he is a loving God, and yes, he allowed it to happen. So... Who needs to change? Isn't it our expectations and beliefs, our theology and philosophy that needs to change? Because maybe it isn't God's purpose for us, what's best for us, that everything go well. Yeah, sometimes things can be really bad through nobody's fault or an injustice or, you know, what they call acts of God, you know, earthquakes and tornadoes and people lose everything, including their lives. Yes, that is from God. There's nothing that's not from him and nothing that he doesn't desire to use as a circumstance, an opportunity for us to learn more his ways. Show me now thy ways. God is under absolutely no obligation to accommodate our beliefs. This is one of the first things hopefully we learn, is when we, what we believe doesn't line up with who God is, we're the ones who have to change. Arguing with God will not get you anywhere. He's always right. And the sooner we accept that we might not understand everything he's doing and we might not understand everything he's doing in this lifetime, no matter how long this lifetime is, there are things he's going to hide from us for his own reasons. But there are a lot of things that he's revealed, made available to us, that we aren't taking advantage of. So we want to take advantage of every opportunity we have. And so much of our life with God is so simple. It's too simple. If it was harder, we would value it more. But he's made it simple for everyone. And he's made it simple so that we can all do it, giving him our time and our attention. And yes, those are two different things. You can give him time But while you're giving him time, you may not pay him any attention. Are your thoughts dwelling on 
What are your emotions dwelling on? How are you spending your time? Especially now with so many different ways to to draw our attention. And we all have the attention span of a gnat. Well, the more you give God your time and attention, the more he addresses whatever it is in your life that he wants to address. Whether it's a healing, an encouragement, direction, greater responsibility, greater authority, correction. But as we taste and see and taste and see his experience, his activity in our lives, we want more. You know, so often we we cry out, more, Lord, more, Lord. We want him more to do more. When really what he's looking for is for more room. More room in our lives, in our hearts, our minds, our thoughts, our time. And yet when we give him an inch, he takes a mile. Because he's not out to get us. He's not out to be critical. Well, it's about time. You know, we're really going to have to crunch things because you're so late to the table. It's like, no. Again, he knows exactly where you are, and he put you there. So now we come to him. Say, okay, Lord, what's on the schedule for tonight or for this morning or for the ride into work. He knows your schedule. He knows what plans you have. And he knows what he has in store for you. Now, the more we become acquainted and accept and just Drink in who he is, who and what he is, and let him be the God and do the God things. And we'll just receive everything. Like he wants to give everything unconditionally. We, want, we need to receive things unconditionally without understanding. Sometimes he gives us understanding. A lot of times he doesn't. Sometimes what he gives won't feel good, won't feel nice, won't feel like God doing it. But it's always him giving it. So as we receive it, and we've even talked so often about there's three things that God does to get our attention, three areas where if we have not been giving him our time and attention, he does what a a good God does is he gets our attention through touching our relationships, our finances, or our health. When God does that, that doesn't feel good. That's, that's when we start to pray, God, fix this. Well, he broke it to get your attention. So give him your attention and then keep giving it to him. 
That's the turning he wants. That's the repentance. That's the change, turning to him. Lord, what do you want in this situation? Lord, what's going on here? Lord, is that you? Lord, what do I do next? Lord, I hear you. I'm willing to be changed. I'm willing to change my mind about that person. I'm willing to change direction. I'm willing willing to let the other person off the hook. That makes more room for him to draw us. Because again, what's his bottom line? To make us whole, spirit, soul, and body. When we're trying to run our lives, he can't. And it's not about free will. It's about he doesn't want to break us. He wants our soul intact. He wants our body intact and free and healthy and, and happy to be rejoined to our spirit so we can be one, spirit, soul, and body, one in him. Again, your spirit's already one in him. If your soul's one with your spirit and your body's one with your soul, you are one in him. And just to think that, okay, that, maybe that's possible. I'm thinking it is here on this earth. Now, so far, there's only been one example of what that looks like, and that was Jesus. And yet, he didn't come the same way you and I did. He was born in this world, able to communicate with his Father completely, spirit, soul, and body. His soul was already, when he was born, connected to his spirit. So he could commune with God and learn from him, his Father, and be instructed and directed and healed he knew how to go to his father. He knew, he knew how to be taught. He, he knew how to get all his needs met by his father. You and I are still on the path to learning how to do that. But that's our goal. To have all our needs met by him. We really have no idea what that, need, what that means. And yet still, look at what, ha- what happened to Jesus. It was not a fun time here on this earth. So sometimes what God has for us is not a fun time. Which is why we keep in mind what's important. This is not the end. This is a way station while we're here. And I don't think what's next is the end or the next after that or the next after that. Just as there, we're learning scientifically there are so many more universes than we ever thought, galaxies, kinds of phenomena that we've never you know, perceived, layers of dimensions of time. And yet we think, okay, when we die, we go to heaven and sit on thrones and judge angels and 
go through the Bible with Jesus, I guess. That's not his intent for us. And we can have more. We can make more room for him, and we will have more of him. Now, regardless of what we do, whether we... Whether you make more room for him or not doesn't affect how much he loves you. Whether you make more room for him or not, whether you spend more time and attention with him or not, doesn't affect how much he values you. Because it's not about you, it's about him. He says, I love you. And there's nothing you can do to stop him. So we learn to to give him the time and attention for our benefit. Because it makes our lives better. It makes things easier for us if we join him in what he's already doing. doesn't affect him. It affects us. So, well, we didn't get to some of the things I wanted to talk about, but one of them is is in the next week or two, we may be changing the night we do these broadcasts. Most of you are doing the iTunes or connecting another way, coming back after the podcast is loaded up on Blog Talk Radio. So that will still be happening, but it will probably be a different night. And right now it looks like it's Tuesdays is looking like a good night. So probably this Tuesday we'll do another podcast and see if uh, switching to Tuesdays works um, for a changing schedule. Okay? But in the meantime, what you're doing with God, what you're doing, what you're learning, what to to be comfortable and trust what you perceive in in the supernatural realm is for your benefit. God's not going to change how he thinks or feels or loves you. What we're going through, the the tests, the training, the teaching is for us. So thanks for tuning in. If you ever have any questions, drop me a line at diane at therainersclub.org or go to the Facebook page or through Blog Talk Radio. Until next Tuesday, thanks for tuning in. This has been Diane Thomas of Rainers Radio. Have a great night.